everyone, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast, where the Malva Library team takes a moment to discuss what's happening in Club Malva, current events, and topics in the library world, pop culture that we love or hate, and more. I'm Rachel Miller, communication specialist for the Malva Library. Today, I'm joined by Marcy Paul, director of the Honors Program and professor of modern languages and literatures. Marcy will be leaving SNC soon as she's retiring at the end of this academic year, and we're here to talk about her experience at SNC the honors program, and its impact, and how libraries have changed during her time in higher education. I get my picture up in the library, though. Yeah, it'll be part of our yeah. entire collection of people. Yeah. All right. That was so, quite the experience. Yeah? You already to, yeah. got that all yeah, taken care of? we all did. That was the last one. Where do you, where do you go? Okay. Oh, okay. It's all fancy and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you get your, which, which background do you want, and... Yeah. Did you have to take a minute to decide what you were going to wear and stuff like that? Or are you just kind of like... Whatever? No, I was okay with what I was wearing when I got there. And I was like, oh my gosh, do you want this background, that background, close up this way? Do you want... And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. That's your job. <laughs> so, no, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I know. It's like <coughs> the photographer's an expert, so... Yeah, why but then they me? take like 200, you know, because they're digital. <laughs> yeah. And so then you go sit there and go through them. Nope, nope. And, um, <laughs> I'm a blinker. Yeah. So that took care of a lot of them. Why don't you just talk about your experience at SNC over the years? And maybe, <laughs> Grant, I mean, you've been here. So, um, and maybe kind of talk about, you know, specifically for the library, how that's intersected in your time in the honors program, anything you can think of in that area. Okay. So over over four decades? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the library was in the Todd Ware. Yeah. You know, so you, that yeah. was, you mm-hmm. know, that was pretty funny to me mm-hmm. coming from a memorial from the big library, Madison Mm -hmm. Memorial Library. Um, I think one of the first things that struck me at St. Norbert was during um, new faculty orientation. Mm -hmm. They brought us to the library and met the librarians. Mm -hmm. And one of them said, well, we're just here to help you do your job. Mm -hmm. I thought that was the funniest thing. I mean, funny in a wonderful way, but I had never, Mm -hmm. after years of adjuncting and TAing, I thought, to have professionals say to me, (laughs) we're here to help you, I was like, so cool mm-hmm. um, and that was in the days when we still ordered a lot of period tried to order a lot of periodicals mm-hmm. so um, that was my first task too because we were way way behind on mm-hmm. Hispanic periodicals and um, so I, I thought it was a real team thing because I had to do a lot of research myself to know what I wanted the librarians to do mm-hmm. uh, and they were wonderful yeah you know that was back in the day yeah, right. right. And you started. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, and just moving from and the li- the way the libraries changed is just such a uh, an amazing thing to me. I show my students pictures of the old card card catalogs mm-hmm. at Madison because mm-hmm. there's just like an acre of card catalogs and just going through them and frantically. So mm-hmm. I, I think of myself as being that historical reservoir, you know, of doing a dissertation when we had to sit and go through periodicals to mm-hmm. try to find articles that, that were relevant. And then you could you could spend a year and then go, oh, oh no. It's you know, not working. Yeah. It's not working. Or here's an article that was published in this weird journal five years ago that does what I think I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way the library has changed blows my mind. Um, but I still like books. Well, everyone still likes books. Well, I don't know. My students don't, you know. <laughs> I mean, I still like dictionaries, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get rid of books in my. Trying to get rid. I'm trying to downsize. Downsize. Weed mm-hmm. my library at school, and um, I have these Larousse dictionaries mm-hmm. that I love because they have um, 
the second half is like a little encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. And students, I offer them, I've offered a couple of students, they went, no. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I really have never opened a dictionary, you yeah. know, and that's sad. Yeah. Um, but the li this library has done a phenomenal job, I think, of keeping up with that and helping us keep up because mm -hmm. it's been hard. It's just, it was hard for me to start going online and ordering um, interlibrary loan. Yeah. I kept forgetting my password. Mm -hmm. and that seemed like really weird. And then I was so surprised how fast it came. You know, <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's Rachel. That's, that's, that's definitely their area. They're great. They're so. great. Mm -hmm. And that was such a relief to think. We had this access so fast. It mm -hmm. wasn't like it used to be where you'd have to find it and then request it, and then somebody at some other place would Xerox it off and mm -hmm. send it to you. And um, so, uh, yeah, that's been really impressive to me. I think our stacks are impressive. Mm -hmm. I think we have a good collection. Mm -hmm. um, it was a highlight of my life to be able to order books on somebody else's budget. <laughs> you know, it was. Yeah. To say you can mm -hmm. order how much you want this year mm -hmm. for this much money, and that's that's always a treat. Mm -hmm. Although I admit that I tend to buy my own because I want them in my room. <laughs> um, now you have to downsize. Now I have to downsize. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. Um, and people said, the library wants them. I said, library doesn't want them. <laughs> um, by giving my colleagues first. First dibs. First dibs. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I and I think the other thing that's huge been huge to me is how what an incredible support the library is to students, um, and you have been doing this in a new great way. Mm -hmm. um, I think Anthony did information literacy has been huge. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Christine, mm -hmm. um, but I. It's, it's been such a great thing to be able to send students over to the library yeah, and say they will, and and they will take care of you. Yep. I mean, they will walk you through it mm -hmm. um, and get you way beyond Google Scholar. Yep. You know? and that's, that's their go-to. It's yep, their that's go -to, what we found. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't spend as much time in the stacks as I used to. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I love stacks. I love going just down the line. And yeah. It's like a dictionary, right? Mm -hmm. You look up one thing and then you're finding mm -hmm. other finding things. Other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you know, it's been good. I, I wish I I wish I had this part of the library more in my head mm -hmm. because it yeah. came late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the studio came the at a later time because yeah. yeah, it was my scene my last semester, yeah. my senior semester here, and they finally added it that before that. And that did you summer. did you get in it then? Yeah, um, I actually ended up using it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to think. By just adding the studio space, it's now like we have we have enough space for our students. Like yeah. when I was a student, there was times where you oh, come you in the library and be like, "There's no place. Everything, everything was full at like peak times, you know, midterm season, and then those couple weeks before finals, it, it there was like never any room to. Not saying that there aren't we other heard spaces. About that yeah, other suits, you know, yeah. Really sorry, says we need more space. More space. Yeah. Um, not saying that other places on campus aren't great, but there's something about working in a library when you're working on, like, a paper or oh, a project. Oh, I always did, yeah. Um, which I think, you know, even some some faculty have, like, writing groups here. Well, they'll, they'll meet during the summer because we have, I mean, well, granted. It's been good for honors. Yeah. Honors 101 comes over here. Yeah. And then they do their projects here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So honors, one, honors is, I, for me, more sending them to you mm -hmm. and making them aware of what the library can do for them. Mm -hmm. um, 
than it is me bringing them here. Mm-hmm. Of course, the writing center is... Oh, we have several different... Yeah, and I use the... I require here. Honors 101 to go to the writing center with, mm-hmm. with each paper. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they think they're good and they don't need it, and it's for some remedial thing, you know? Yeah. If you go to the Honors Center, it means you can't write a paragraph. And it's like, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> that's one of the hardest things to teach, I think, is that writing is forever you know it's oh, just yeah. a process that never stops you, you call a halt at some point mm-hmm. um, but you don't yeah I mean I remember when they started designing this library and I'm um, asking faculty what they wanted yeah and I was so far behind I was I think yeah. a lot of us were technology and vision wise yeah that Kristen really brought mm-hmm. um, because to me the Madison Library was the library. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just endless stacks, and we stayed in Carol's. Yeah. And that was okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't even conceive of what this could look like or how it could be blended with technology or how different spaces would work. That was that was a miracle. Yeah, and I... <clears throat> knowing how the library is set up, it's like we have more traditional places mm-hmm. on the upper floors, and we have the more collaborative. Which is where I go more. <laughs> where yeah. I, most of our students, you know, they love having that silent area on yep. the third floor, and the, we have study carols up there. And but we also have these like collaborative spaces where we have found students. I mean, sometimes they'll be working and they'll be talking, but honestly, they just like having the camaraderie of working on the well, same thing together. Right. Maybe in the silent together, area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just definitely. having some sort of silent support. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I tell yeah. my students too. I said, if you're going to go into academics, you kind of have to be an introvert <laughs> <laughs> because we spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if we're around people. Yeah. We're on our own, and if you are somebody who needs to constantly be engaged with mm-hmm. other people, you're going to be sad and lonely. Because <laughs> sometimes you have to yeah. be alone. Because we're alone a lot to do work. Mm-hmm. Research is a Pretty much, it's a lot of alone, alone yeah. time. Reflection, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You kind of talked about some of the changes you've seen in libraries. How about, um, like, in the classroom, like, teaching, you know, specifically in your area and in, in modern languages and literatures and in Spanish and things like that? Because um, you've, you've been here for four decades, so... I have. It's been such a... Technologically, it's a shift. you mean, or book Yeah, wise. or just, you know, interacting with students and things like that. Um... Boy, how do you start that one? <laughs> no, I think technology has made... I think there have been great, great things and mm-hmm. things that I abhor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, for me, I teach... And one of the classes I've taught a lot is cinema. So that's been yeah. huge to be able to access and use and show mm-hmm. and use well mm-hmm. the stream pieces of it. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to clip and put and and use scenes, and that that was impossible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I started with VHS. Well, I started, yeah. Sli- I had slides. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> but VHS, mm-hmm. which was hard, and, and to moving to what we have now, it's just been such a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten, I'm not good, but I've gotten good at getting my, my Mac up and going in the classrooms. Um, I still like paper. I still like the like writing on the board. I do too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, to me, there's nothing to like today. I, we had a presentation. One of the girls presented on Garcia Lorca, one of his poems, and she had a PowerPoint, of course. Mm-hmm. But I brought a hard copy print out of the poem for everybody so they could write on it and circle things. 
Um, and of course, I hate phones. <laughs> I hate phones. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be without one, and to me, it's a safety thing too. Mm-hmm. But I. The, the eye on the screen you, just drives me crazy. You consider a distraction in the I consider classroom. distraction and a real detriment to mindfulness and mm. engagement. I'm a real watcher, observer kind of person. Mm-hmm. Kind of creepy sometimes that way, <laughs> staring at people. <laughs> but um, students just seem to go from one screen to another screen to another screen, mm. and that's hard for me. Mm. Uh, we were talking about dictionaries, because to me, yeah. a dic- the joy of a dictionary is all the words around the word you're looking for. Yeah. You know, and the etymologies. Mm-hmm. And by Googling a word or using Spandict, they're mm-hmm. missing all of that stuff. All the other stuff that yeah. everyone's kind of digging into a rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. And I love that. I love going in and keep going and keep going and mm-hmm. finding that out. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think um, I read books on a Kindle a lot because it's because I carry it around. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. It's super convenient. You go, on a, mm-hmm. you go to a conference and... You got five books with you. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to worry about how you're yeah. going to pack all those books in there. Um, but I still like to pick up a book. Yeah. I'd rather pick up a book. Oh, I do. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Do you I, have a Kindle? Uh, I don't have a Kindle, but um, I've read, I've actually read books on like my phone if I can't get On my get phone, it. on my compute laptop. Yeah, but I would, I would rather read a book, like actually turn the oh, page. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, for um, us, if you love books, you love the different print. Mm-hmm. What do they choose for their, for their type? Well, even just cover art. <coughs> cover. Yeah. Um, the paper. Everything mm-hmm. about a book to me is sensual. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't remember them in the same way mm-hmm. that I, uh, when I read it online as I do mm-hmm. reading it in my hand. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the library? My favorite part? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's different because I've, I've experienced it both as a student and as a staff member. Mm-hmm. As a student, it was definitely being able to go up on the third floor in the reflection lounge and just being able to, you know, either read or work on homework or just, like, sit there. Yeah. Um, as a staff member now, I think it's more so seeing all the students that are in here working. Yeah. Like, the variety of things that they're working on. Um, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, like, I mean, we still have students that have to access microfilm, and, like, that's, like... Oh, I always hated microfilm. It's, it's I hated yeah. Um, Remember grinding through yeah, those things. Um, oh, my so gosh. So we have a couple of professors that, you know, it still works in with what they're teaching, and so... Why does do it that. have to be microfilm? That's their preference. Really? Mm-hmm. To have the students... Remember reading articles that. that were photographed off microfilm? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> No, I, only, I only had to do it one, uh, for one history class. And they were shiny. Year. It's all yeah. like a shiny paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then you have students who, you know, they're in a study, a uh, group study room together, and they're obviously working on a presentation together. And then you have the students that are up on the third floor, and you, you can't disturb them because, you know, it's... Very bad things will yes. happen. Yes. Um, because during finals week, we... We do snacks and stuff. Like, we'll pass out snacks, and we have learned not to go on the third floor. Really? Because they don't even want to snack. They don't even, I mean, if they do... They'll find it. Yeah, but... That's, so what kind of snacks do you serve? Um, just a variety, like chips. Really? Cheez-Its are probably the most popular, yeah. but it's, like, all over the place. Um, oh, I didn't know you did that. That's something we've tried to implement the last couple of years. Um, and just trying to be more supportive to them during finals week and the week before. They get pretty stressed. 
oh yeah, I feel it. It gets absorbed when you work here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and honor students get super, super stressed. Yeah. I remember <laughs> being an honor student. Well, I know I had a student the other day say, well, we're talking about my cl- my lit class, mm-hmm. and he said, and he's a great student, mm-hmm. and he's an honor student. I've known him for four years, three years, and he said, "Well, I said, well, do you how's the class going?" He said, well, "I wish I were doing better." It's like it's going like a ninety-three or something, mm-hmm. and that's killing him. Mm-hmm. What has that got to do with anything? Mm-hmm. I feel like saying, "Take your A, I'll give you the A," <laughs> and then get your mind off that, yeah, and start engaging with the material. Yeah, and it's. I- I mean, you find it in the honors program more than anything. It's just this, like, they're trying to attain this, like, kind of unattainable, mm-hmm. in a sense. And yeah, what, what is it that you're going for here? Yeah, Just trying to be more present in the moment, right. I think, is something that all students hear. Because, you know, I've been out of college for... Not that long, is it? Is it? It's been four Kinda years. Rich. Yeah, I know. It's been four years. Did you um, love grad school? Um, no, no I, I was, I was like, I'm, I don't want to write any more papers. I don't oh, want to yeah. do anything. I'll probably go at some point in my life. I just knew I wasn't ready for that. Um, but just remembering like how stressed I would get at certain points and like looking back on it, I'm like, you know, it really it's just, make a it's lot just, of yeah, no, it's, it's just life and you gotta just roll with the yep. punches and, yeah. um, and they don't, <laughs> and you know, and I was saying to my students today, which is. My, I'm gonna have. What I'm gonna say when I retire? I was mm-hmm. saying to my dog, um, <laughs> "Life is not a lot. It's not linear. You know, no. this idea that I'm in this path <laughs> is so mm-hmm. wacko." Oh, I know what I was saying. Mm-hmm. When I went, when I went to school, we never had a prompt when we had an essay due. Mm. Ever. I mean, it was a prompt. I, I was whole idea was weird to me. Thirty years ago, and it still is because they were saying, "Well, do you have the prompt ready? Do you have the prompt ready?" And I was like, "Write an essay." Here are the poems. Mm-hmm. Right, right essay. Yeah. And that to them, they just thought that was funny. Mm. And I, so they said, this is, I said, we never had, we, no one ever told us what to write. That was part of the assignment was mm-hmm. knowing how to approach a paper. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, that, that's your fault if we don't know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, well, it's actually your parents' fault for, <laughs> <laughs> for walking you across every street and, yeah. you know, and never letting you run free. But, um, so the, I think those are the huge changes, um, I think the culture, the culture of the school, the generations, and this, I, I often say that this last generation, whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, has been the hardest for me mm. to get used to. And part of it's my kids are finally out of college, mm. <clears throat> so I don't have that family, that like relation, that relation to, to mm-hmm. it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this. The intent, intense structuring of their life is very odd to me, and mm-hmm. very foreign. To the way I raised my kids, mm-hmm. the way I was, um, I don't understand it very well. Yeah, I mean, they're a very different group. They're a real group think group. They're very, yeah. they are very respectful of authority. Mm-hmm. I'm a child of the '60s. Yeah, <laughs> you know, where authority yeah. is something that you mm-hmm. should automatically be suspicious of. Mm-hmm. I mean, authority is to me is like, oh, just wait. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you think you should tell me what to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is. And mm-hmm. they are like, oh, but that's what the Pope says. That's what the president says. That's what my mom yeah, says. Yeah, but what do you say? And they don't. Yeah. Even their own parents. I mean, we all rebelled against, I mean, not m- mean, but like. Just questioning. Questioning or mm-hmm. saying, no, I'm going to do this myself for a while. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. 
And now when we take students to Spain, um, they talk to their parents every day on the phone. Yeah. They never get through a day without, and not just texting, like yeah. Skyping, mm. FaceTiming. And that to me is really detrimental. Yeah. It's interesting to think um, when you look at like an overarching, like how generations, it's like peaks and valleys. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's we're very. We're in a very 50s moment. Yeah. When, <laughs> That's when, what I think. Because it's the idea of like more, when things are more liberal in a sense, and then when things become more conservative. And it's when you look back on like how people act, it's very, it goes like extremes kind of, the both ends of the spectrum. I think it's fast. I was I watched um, Post, the Post last oh, yeah. night. Did you see it? Yes, actually, I did see that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fabulous. I thought it was really well done. Um, but it really captured the fifties mm-hmm. and the sixties, and that the women when they it, what struck me was when the dinner was over and the women got up to leave. So the men yeah, that always <laughs> that that's always, what I grew up with. Yeah, you know? and my a moment for me in my life was um, we way off topic. No, it's fine. Um, was I went to my mom was a great golfer into her 80s she was a mm-hmm. very fine golfer and I went to the golf club with her and it said um, it had the foursomes up and yeah. her and it said Mrs. Jan Paul Mrs. Jan H. Paul my, my father's name is yeah. Jan and I was like you don't even get your first name I mean that's like really whacked yeah and of course I was just drove my parents crazy because mm-hmm. um, they couldn't this was really hard but I was like seriously and I kept saying, why don't you get your own name? And mm-hmm. she's like, shh, shh. You know, so don't my, make a scene. Don't make yeah. a scene. And she would say that. Fun, she even said that yeah. to me. Why do you do this? <laughs> I'm like, just wondering. And then I kept my own name. So that, yeah. that was uh, that was a funny thing to them. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's, so that's, I look at the 50s and I think, well, and there's a real correlation. And I'm not a historian or a sociologist, but mm-hmm. between um, very... Uh, high heels, cons- you know that '50s mm-hmm. fashion, and very conservative times. Mm-hmm. You know, and and politically turbulent, scary times. Yeah, yeah. that's what you see right now. Is yeah. that retreat into vintage fashion, and, mm-hmm. and I do it too. You know, yeah. brighter lipsticks yeah. and tailored, you know, mm-hmm. feminine clothes mm-hmm. and mixologists. Yeah, the fancy cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, and the women would not. My, I have very few female students who would say they're a feminist. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, and to me that's like, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're fully human. We Mm -hmm. are entitled to have a voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. That's interesting. Because you've, I mean, your experience, you've seen so many... (laughs) Like, just generations of students and how things change from each each class to the next, you know? You know, a lot of times you would think they're not really changing that much. Well, yeah, like you know, the last eight years, I'd yeah. say, yeah, it's changed mm-hmm. that much. Hmm. And I think it's going to change. I think we're ready for another real upheaval. Like, like yeah, like kind of like a renaissance yeah. in a way. Thinking of your time in the honors program, um, like kind of your tenure as director, what do you think has been the impact of it? On the school? Yeah. The like students, the school oh, itself, <clears throat> anything like that. Um, well, I'm, I'm really proud of the honors program. Mm-hmm. I think it's come a long ways. I think it has ways to go, but we started with basically nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with an honors program in name, mm-hmm. you know, where it involved, I don't know if you remember that, but it was an extra book. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what it was. You know, it was, honor students had an extra book for the honors. The honors class was a regular session of a general education course. Mm. And they had an extra book to read and they had to write an essay. And then upperclassmen had two extra books and had to write a comparative essay. So to move from that, it's been an enormous, enormous job. I don't think I knew, I didn't know when I started what it meant. Um, great people working with me the whole way. Mm -hmm. um, people with a lot of vision. And think of Don Abel, mm -hmm. who was fabulous help. Yeah. Um, Mark Bachenhauer, Nelson Ham was with me for years, just, just working at it and imagining it. Um, and so that, that, what do I think it did? I think it gave really talented students a cohort. Mm -hmm. I think that they are often, when I first started the honors program, I started going to the national conference. Mm -hmm. um, people there would say honors students need as much protection as GLBT students <laughs> um, because they feel that different. Uh, from the general population. They tend to be more eccentric. Um, you have different likes and dislikes. Um, they're just, they're kind of odd. We're all a little odd compared to the mainstream. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think giving them a home in Bergstrom and feeling like they had, they were surrounded not by clones, but by other people who understood that it, what it meant to be different or to be felt smart. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think I would have enjoyed my time here no. if I wasn't living in Bergstrom my and first I've had, year here. Had so many students say to me, "This is the first time I've had friends like this." Mm -hmm. This is the first, and, and that to me was more important than anything we offered mm -hmm. in the classroom. Although clearly, we really want to challenge students, and mm -hmm. I think we do. But giving them that cohort. Um, I remember when Tom, my first year at Bergstrom, um, Tom Kunkel stopped me and said, how are things going? How are things going at Bergstrom? I said, they're playing Quidditch. You could say no more. I think that was my first <laughs> year. Yeah, yeah. They're playing Quidditch. You could say no more. Everything's cool. <laughs> That's what I would expect. Oh. Um, you know, so, and, I, and that has been a joy. I think people, I think students have felt that joy mm -hmm. in being... Um, themselves and like this every year is different but this year some of the guys have a toy chest <clears throat> because they wanted their um, foam sabers to play That's their war awesome. games and so they have this big toy chest in the men's <laughs> floor um, and I think of all there's just really interesting people mm -hmm. that have gone through Bergstrom um, and made a huge difference on campus so I think we've I think we've allowed and made a space for really bright, creative people who then picked it up and run with it. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys have been the leaders on yeah. campus. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the honor students who work at the missions. It's the honor students who run student government, um, different, the different clubs and the athletic teams, mm -hmm. except for hockey. <laughs> <laughs> women's hockey. We've had a lot of women's mm -hmm. hockey players. Um, but the, the, the profile of the honor students on campus is so high. I don't think it could be if they didn't feel... Like they had a home base, if they didn't feel anchored yeah. in their own mm -hmm. groups, um, and we see them move en masse to Michaels and then yeah. move en masse to houses, and um, so that's been important. I think um, Tom Kunkel said to me, like the second or third year, he said, "What, what would you say is the most important thing you do for honors students?" And that was that sort of threw me because I'd been so focused on on um, creating the the structure of the program. Mm -hmm. So he, held, he said, 
it's mentoring, Marcy. <laughs> the most important thing you do is mentor. And I thought, yeah. And that's I really took that to heart and mm-hmm. thought, yeah, you're mentoring and coaching the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we are the only people, some of the only people, Stacy and I and Joel Mann and the faculty, who know students all four years. Yeah. You know, we know you from June orientation all the way through to graduation. Mm-hmm. And most professors don't I mean they know even their majors they don't know for all four yeah, years it's like three or two years when yeah. the student finally figures exactly so they're a real family the theory area. Yeah. and then, of course Stacy who knows I think every single student by name definitely <laughs> I mean it's phenomenal mm-hmm. um, so I think honors 101 has been huge mm-hmm. um, it's gotten to a really good place I think trips have been huge for students mm-hmm. the two-week trips the um, j-term trips because it allows them to a lot of our students are natural science and can't take a semester. I don't feel like they can take a semester. Yeah. So I think of like Casey took, um, she went on three different ones. Oh, wow. She went to Nicaragua, she went to Spain. She yeah. went, you know, I mean, just building that because she couldn't mm-hmm. really afford the semester. Do you um, guys still do tutorials? We do tutorials. I thought huge. that was, that really helped me Did just it? because of how, because I ended up graduating a semester early. So being able to fit in the requirement to have an honors course, but having it in such like a, Students like, you learned it, but it was very casual. I felt very connected to the, the professor or the staff. Um, well, I know I did a, a one with you. It was a New York Times one. Oh, that was fun. We I did. liked that yeah, one. It was like that you was and oh, I think yeah. I want to say it was Dr. Day and um, Jeremy Doty. Jeremy's and, great, huh? Yeah, which he's back now, which makes yeah. me really happy. Um, I did one where we watched films and talked about the philosophy behind it. That's, with, a good, that's um, been a very John popular Holder. one. Now there other philosophers are doing yeah. that philosophy and film. Um, and I think there was one more than I did with Julie Harder about Christmas yeah. and how, like, the, oh, the more, like, historical yeah. aspects of it. So that Jesus. was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed love those. tutorials. And it became difficult for us to offer enough mm-hmm. of them because faculty kind of got worn down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we've really done different things that I think are really exciting. The CASA one, mm-hmm. the Court Appointed Special yep. Advocates, um, that was super popular with students, mm-hmm. and they get to go to court with Judge Hammer and, and do some training. Mm-hmm. Um, this semester we, we were trying to do GIS mapping for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and that was really a struggle. And so this year semester we threw it out and had them, they're writing white papers, <laughs> a group okay. of them, like four or five, yeah. on St. Norbert. Oh, interesting. What is the biggest problem you see at St. Norbert? Mm. Um, And that was, I was surprised. I thought this is a great idea because the four of them are seniors. Yeah. And I said, you have to publish this, either in the paper or as a letter to the VPs. Mm -hmm. You can't just, like, vent. Yeah. (laughs) I have grounding and all that. No, but that was fun. So I think think that's really grown. We still, Jim Nielsen takes a group to Chicago for museums, classroom. Mm -hmm. In the fall, the art department's got a couple of them are going to do tattoos. Wow. Artist tattoo is artistry. Mm. Um, yeah, they're good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I keep thinking up new ideas. <laughs> My husband says I should open an idea store. <laughs> yeah, I have the ideas, and Stacy's like, "Ugh, <laughs> great idea!" But how yeah, are we going to do this? Implement it. Um, what has been a couple of your like? I guess either highlighted moments in your time here or like favorite favorite stories or anything you want to talk about kind of like going into retirement kind of reflecting back you know um hmm 
it's been home for so long. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to leave. Oh. This has been a hard year. People keep saying, oh, you're still here. <laughs> you're like, I'm on my way out. How are you uh, feeling about uh, this? I'm okay. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. That's really I think funny. people, it's just people. Yeah, I mean, it's all know. the people. No, I mean, I miss the people. Yeah. It's all the people you know. It's a Bob Vandenberg, Bob mm-hmm. Boyer that you had, I adored. Mm-hmm. Um, losing John Day, not losing John Day, but, but having, you know, he was my neighbor for yeah. years, you know, and having him retire. John Neary's retiring with me, that's good. Mm-hmm. So I think of the people has been huge, people and students. Um, and that's what that's what you miss. Mm-hmm. That's a reason. We'll never miss grading another paper. Mm-hmm. I never, if I never had to grade another paper, that would be a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, hate grading. Tim Flood always says, we teach for free, they pay us to grade. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I, already, think, I took wine tasting with him, did too. Did you? Yes. <laughs> he just kept going. Yeah. He didn't ever quit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the students who took wine tasting with him couldn't taste it. <laughs> this this guy, and he had no sense yeah. of smell. Yeah, yeah. I said, why did you do that? He goes, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think people, I think highlights, huh. I think just seeing the campus grow has been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, showing it to other people when they come back makes it real. Cause for us, we're seriously just watching this like yeah. little ant hive, this mm-hmm. little ant hill of activity. But like when Sean Copeland came back for the mm-hmm. talk, and Sean taught here, yeah, um, we were big pals. And, and to have her see it was, like, wow, she just couldn't believe it. Even just know? the last like five years, it's yeah. just changed a lot. Just having or Rachel Schindler came back, yeah. And she was All like, right, Rachel, yeah, I remember. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, she couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been fun. Seeing students go on and really achieve what they want mm-hmm. has been great. Um, I was just writing my talk for tonight because I'm doing an agape latte. Yeah. I think. Who knows what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, but I was thinking of Ellie Vazell's visit, which was mm-hmm. one of my high points in my life, really, mm-hmm. was to see Ellie Vazell and meet Ellie Vazell. Mm-hmm. Um, so people that we brought, I think we do a spectacular job. Seeing Michelle Obama here. Yeah. I mean, you know, we just, we do, we do great stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't, th- I don't know, highlight. I just, I think it's been a yeah. good life. Yeah. It's been oh. a really good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet a lot of exciting people. I always think the best thing about this job, and your job too, mm-hmm. is that you can, if you, if you're interested in something, you just walk out and you find the answers. You know, I can, mm-hmm. I can walk out and Vic, grab Vicky Tasha and say, explain yeah. to me. Yep. You know, why this happened in mm-hmm. Africa. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, or call up one of the science guys well, and say... We have people on all these different, yeah. like, niche uh, topics. That, and, they, and they all love yeah. what they do, and they are mm-hmm. super smart about them. And um, just those kind of conversations that mm-hmm. you don't find in any other world, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Judging from what my neighbors say about yeah. their jobs. They're yeah. not like our job. <laughs> I heard, yeah, a college campus has a wide variety of things going Great on. Great conversations. People, yep. So, what are you planning to do? <laughs> See, that's what everybody says. Mm-hmm. Jim Newlip is the worst. He always says, <laughs> "Yeah." He always says, "Oh, Marcy, are you really doing this? Is this really it?" And I'm like, "Yes." I always wonder when he's he would ever plan to. Well, now he's got a plan. Mm. So now he's thinking he might retire someday. Um, okay. <laughs> so what am I going to do? I have a stack of books that need to be read. Mm-hmm. I. Um, I'm really excited to learn some new things. Like, I'm really bad at music. 
Mm. I have no, I'm not well trained in music. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm going to take um, some classes so I can learn more about classical music because I just don't know a lot. And, um, and I know from literature that the appreciation comes from learning how to listen and read. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried. I, ride, I have a horse, that's my new absolute passion. I've been riding again for, I rode when I was a kid, and I've been riding for three years, three and a half years now. Um, and that's obsessing me. <laughs> you know, mm. I, my, my own children think it's weird as hell. Oh, no. But they do, they're like, Mom, <laughs> seriously? Because <laughs> if that was your weekend, I really might... I kept my body really still during the during the canter. I was I was really quiet, and they're like, "Great, um, jumping her this summer." That's really exciting. Mm. So that's my physical outlet. I garden. Mm. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I. What will I? I think I'm. What I'm going to miss. What, what's hard to leave behind mm -hmm. is that st that structure too of semesters. Back right, like year, that fifteen yeah. week routine. You know, where mm -hmm. you it starts up new. And there's that rhythm to life that we live mm -hmm. um, that will be different. I'm not real, and I'm right. I write, so I'm going to be writing. Yeah. I've written a couple novels, and um, yeah, I'm pretty excited actually. I'm very excited about the summer. Yes, the fall will be weird. I'm teaching honors 101. Okay, um, <laughs> but the summer I'm really looking forward to because I haven't had a summer in 10 years, mm -hmm. 11 years. We wow. keep busy. Mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about that. Mm -hmm. um, I'll miss people. You just got to come back. I know. That's, that's, what, that's what Howard, said, Howard Ebert <laughs> said. Come yeah. back and teach a master's class. Yeah. But, um, I'll try, you know, I, I love taking students to Spain. It's my passion. One of my passions is mm -hmm. Spain. And seeing it through their eyes is mm -hmm. super fun. Um, but I'm looking forward to being there with, without them, too. Yeah. <laughs> just going for yeah. just... Just, yep. you know, enjoyment, not mm -hmm. anything related to yeah. work. In oh. fact, you know, do you know, mm -hmm. um, what's her face? Riley March? Yeah. Yeah, she went last year with us. Mm. And so we're planning a um, purely shopping trip. <laughs> 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 Nothing educational. We're going to go during sales season. Mm -hmm. No, shop. Yeah. Nice. We don't, nothing's going to cut into our shopping. <laughs> And with that, it's time to wrap things up. Thank you, Marcy, for joining me at the roundtable, and best wishes as you head into your retirement. Want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Just search Mulva Library and you'll find us. Until next time, I'm Rachel Miller, Communication Specialist for the Mulva Library, and this has been the Roundtable Podcast.